In episode number 52, which was almost two years ago, boy time flies, I showed you how to edit multiple records through checkboxes. And this is the example I gave in that episode. I have multiple tasks here where you have checkboxes. You can mark tasks as complete by clicking this button. And then they get placed in the completed task because it updates an attribute on each of the records which you checked. Now I want to expand upon this a little bit in this episode where instead of just updating one attribute of the checked records, I want to give the user the option to update multiple attributes of all the records. So here's what I have to work with, a list of multiple products, and I want to update a given attribute in each of them. So I might want to change the category for these two records. I can go and edit each of them individually, but we, if we're editing a lot of different records and changing the same value of an attribute, then that can be pretty tedious for the administrators. So I want to display a list of checkboxes on the side here where they can edit multiple records at a time. Now the checkboxes are basically the same as episode 52. So this portion of the episode, I'm just going to copy the code and use that same code here. So I'll just paste this code into the bottom of this view file so I can grab bits and pieces of it. Now we want to wrap our entire table inside of a form so that we can have checkboxes in the middle of it. And here's our checkbox. So we want our checkbox next at the beginning of each product record. And that's really all we need to use of that. We want a submit button that says, uh, let's say edit checked. And so we need to do some renaming into here. First of all, our checkboxes obviously need to be called product IDs and product ID here. So uh, the reason there's empty square brackets in the middle of this is so that when this is submitted, because we have multiple checkboxes, all of the IDs will be gathered into a single array. Now, if you want more information about that, I recommend you go back and check out that episode number 52. So the tricky part here is this form. Now, we don't yet have a path to go to, so I'll leave that blank. But should we do method as put? Well, what we're doing is going to just display a form for the user to further edit the attributes. So what I'm going to do is just leave this blank actually, so it'll just do a normal post request. Ideally, we would do a get request because we're just displaying a page, but because we're trying to translate the uh, multiple IDs in there, a get request won't really work. So we'll just do a normal post. And next we have to create a controller action for this form to go to. And here's what our products controller looks like right now. It's pretty standard actions here. But what we wanna do is add two more actions for managing editing multiple records. One is just going to be called edit multiple, which is going to kind of mimic just the normal edit action and update mul multiple, which will, that should be update multiple, which will uh, actually handle the saving of the records just like our update action does. Now our edit multiple should display a form view. So let's just make that view here. And we'll just say to do form goes here. Now we still haven't made these actions accessible yet because they fall outside of the normal standard seven actions. And therefore if we have map.resources in our routes, we can't access them. So inside of our routes file, here's what it looks like with map.resources products. And we need to add a collection option to this because we're editing multiple resources here. So we want to use collection to define our new actions, not member. So we can say collection as edit multiple. 
as a new action name, and this will just be a post request. Even though I get a get request is ideal, uh, we can't really go with that because multiple post IDs need to be passed in there, and post is really the, the best way to do that. And update multiple is just going to be a put request, just like the normal update actions are. So now that we have a controller action defined, we can just use this to go to have this form go to the edit multiple products path, which was generated by our routes file. So now if we reload our products index action here, you can see we now have checkboxes on the side of each record and an edit checked button, but everything is kind of offset with the headers because I forgot to add an empty one at the beginning here. So let me do that. So in the view, we'll just add an empty th header there and reload and it looks much better. Everything's aligned now. So what we want to do is edit multiple records here. Click Edit Checked, and here brings us to our form. Now if you take a look at the development.log file, you can see there's an edit multiple action in here which got triggered, and our product IDs are being passed in as an array. That's what that empty square brackets was. And so each of these is an ID that was checked earlier. So we can use this to fetch all of the checked products very easily. So in our edit multiple action in our controller, we can say products equals product.find the product IDs. There we go. Next, let's focus on the form view. Now I'll give this a quick title called edit uh, multiple products. And then I want to display a form here. Now I already have a form which has all the attributes of our product. It's actually a form partial. And here's what that partial form view looks like. So I'm just going to copy and paste this since it's a good starting point for making our edit multiple form. Now you may be wondering why I don't just use that same partial. Well, there are some changes that I need to make that are specific to editing multiple records. And I think it's just much cleaner to just keep it as its own separate view. So we'll start at the top here on the form for product. I'm just going to use a symbol product because we're just basically aren't dealing with a specific product record here. And uh, for the URL, we want to go to the update multiple products path and our HTML uh, method needs to be a put request instead of a post, which the form will default to. Now, if we left it like this, we would lose all information about which products were checked. So we need to pass in those product IDs, which uh, we grabbed inside of our controller. So what I want to do here is at the very top of the form, I want to list all of the products which were checked. And this is also a nice user interface so that we can see, the user can see uh, which were checked so they know which products they're editing. So we'll just loop through all the controller's products, which we set earlier. And then I want to display these in a list. And actually, let's uh, add a little hidden field tag into here so that we can pass in our product IDs like we did with the checkboxes. So that way when we submit this form, these product IDs will be passed in uh, just like they were when we checked the boxes earlier so that we know which products uh, we need to update in the update multiple action. So now let's try going to our products list again, check a couple of them, click edit checked, and then here's our form with our products listed here. 
and our fields for changing. So we only want to update the attributes which have some value set. So if we set a price, then we want to only update the price attribute. But the problem is, is if this worked, then it would also update the category and discontinued attributes because it uh, has no basically blank default for these fields. So I'm going to change this so that our category has a blank default option and change our discontinued checkbox to a blank or actually a menu of items so that they can choose a blank option or set it to yes and no. Let me show you what I mean. So back into our form view, let's do some rearranging here. So we want to use a select menu instead of a checkbox. And for these values, we'll say yes is true and no uh, is false. And then we also want to include a blank option. And we want to include a blank option for our category menu as well. So now when we go to this page again, reload, and there we can see we can set discontinued to yes or no and a category, and the default is blank, so they don't have to be set. We're almost done. We just have to fill in our update multiple actions so it handles the form properly, so it, the form actually does something. So let's make some do something similar to here where we fetch all the products using the product IDs which are passed through the form. But this time we want to loop through each of them and actually update the product. So I'm just going to call product.update attributes. Now since I'm not going to use uh, validations here, uh, it's a little bit too much to get into in this episode. I'll just use update attributes with a bang so it'll raise an exception if something isn't valid. And then uh, we need to pass in our product parameters which were passed through the form. But we want, don't want to update all the attributes, only the ones which have changed. And the way we can do that is call reject, and then let's take our key and value pair, and only reject if our value is blank. So that way it takes all the product's attributes which have some kind of value set on them. And then finally we'll just set a flash notice to updated products and then redirect to our uh, products path, which is that um, index listing of all of our products. Now let's see if this works. We want to change these two records so that they go into the electronics category. So click Submit, and there we go, updated products, and now our two records have the electronics category set. So it only changed that one attribute because only that attribute had some value set into it. So this is all we really needed to do to make multiple records editable. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty darn cool. But why leave it at that when we could do something even a little bit more cool? And that is we want to edit attributes relatively based on their original value, which happens a lot if you're editing multiple records. For example, let's say we have some kind of sale on furniture and we want to deduct all the prices by 20%. So we can edit all of our furniture products click edit checked, but here's the problem. Right now we could just set a constant price. What if we want to, again, take 20% off all of our products? Well, we, it's really not that hard to do with virtual attributes. Now, if you aren't familiar with virtual attributes, check out episode number 16 for details on that. But basically all we wanna do here is change our price 
So instead of being a normal direct price that we're setting, it's a price modification. And this way we can make it uh, a little bit more smarter and handle relative cases. And then we just need to define a getter and setter method inside of our product model. So we want the getter method of uh, price modification. It's just going to return the price. And then the setter one, a price modification, which ends in an equal sign, we want to handle a little bit more smartly. So we can see if our new price ends with a percent sign. If it does, we want to handle some math. Otherwise, we just want to set our price directly. And then so up here, we'll just change our price relatively. And so to do that, we call, uh, let's do plus equals so that we're going to just change it relatively. So in this case, it's minus 20%. And uh, let's do price times the new price. Uh, divided by 100. And actually, let's just round that to two decimal places as well. That's uh, this little argument here is something that active support adds in Rails so that you can round to a specific decimal place. Now let's give this a try and see if it works. So when we check both of these, this price modification, now we can enter something like negative 20%, submit, and then there's our deducted price value just like we want. And so that's how you can change values relatively using virtual attributes. So I encourage you to uh, get crazy with this and creative because there's a lot you can do with changing attributes relatively, such as uh, appending a string to another string or uh, do some kind of find and replace even. So give it a try, experiment with it, and I hope uh, you found this helpful. Sponsored in part by Scrummed, a simple project management tool for agile teams. Create user stories and view charts to see your current project status in real time. For a free 30-day trial, visit scrum.com. Also sponsored by RubyMine, a Rails IDE from JetBrains. It provides smart code completion, Rails refactorings, version control integration, and more. For a free 30-day trial, visit jetbrains.com ruby.